0: Hi there, and welcome to episode 47 of this human centered podcast, Value Through Vulnerability, from the Listening Organization. Today, I was really grateful to welcome Bobby Umar onto the podcast, who is a five times TEDx speaker, speaker coach, and also personal branding expert. Some of the things I really enjoyed about talking to Bobby today was learning about his diverse career and background, how he's developed his skills throughout a range of different careers, four different careers to be specific, across a wide-ranging different um, area of context and sectors. He's a giver, shares an awful lot of content, and he shared that he's inspired by the likes of Bobby Brown and Gary V, inspired by his kids, and also how he looks to his wife as a major inspiration as well. There is just so much good, uh, so much gold in this conversation with Bobby, as you would expect. And I'm just going to be quiet now and let you get involved in the conversation that we had. And I really would be grateful for any feedback, as I know Bobby would be also. So looking forward to hearing what you think. Welcome to Value Through Vulnerability, a human-centered podcast from the listening organization. And today, I'm really grateful to welcome Bobby Umar onto the podcast. Bobby is a professional speaker, five times TEDx speaker. Uh, He also does a lot of keynote speaking, specialist in personal branding. And also, and this is the bit I really like about Bobby, he's very big on authentic networking. So welcome to the podcast, Bobby. Thank you, Gary. Excited to be here. No thanks so much for joining me today. So as we start to get going today Would you mind giving my listeners just a bit more of a lowdown on you know, who is Bobby? What are you passionate about? Um, and we'll take it from there.
1: Sure um, So I'm one of those people that had several careers. I had four different careers trying to find, you know, what fit for me So I felt kind of lost or stuck or unfulfilled in my career and my life my life path I decided to dive into my personal brand to figure out what is it? I was best capable of doing and per- speaking became the first thing I started doing so I became a professional speaker, focusing on networking, personal branding, and social media, you know, marketing, and forth and storytelling, and I started to grow that uh, influence to about half a million followers over several years, and uh, having spoken now all around the world, I now am a speaker coach, so I, I do a lot of speaker coaching for people who want to build a speaker profile, brand, or thought leadership expertise as a speaker or public speaking, or maybe get a TEDx talk, mm-hmm. and so that's a little bit of what I do as well, and then I also do uh, coaching. I'm passionate about personal branding. I have kids. Uh, I'm passionate about being a dad. And, uh, you know, I, I do a lot of work uh, on LinkedIn as well where I show a lot of content around thought leadership, um, career, entrepreneurship, and just overalls helping people to speak better and be better as individual leaders.
0: So that's really the the short the short answer about me. No, brilliant. No, th- thanks for sharing that. You know, one of those talks that you, uh, one of your TEDx talks that you put out, you know, some years ago now, and I think actually, to be fair to you, Bob, it's quite ahead of the curve back in 2011, the five C's of connection.
1: Yeah, well, that was my first TEDx talk of the five, right?
0: Yeah, do, do you know, but what I find amazing about that talk for me, and I'd like to explore that a little bit with you if I may, because, sure. you know, this podcast, as you know, is very much around the more human-centered aspects of life, stuff such as vulnerability, curiosity, mindset, etc. Um, And for those that may not have seen this talk yet, and I'll I'll make sure I add it to the show notes, do you mind just talking through the principle of the five C's for those that may be listening?
1: Well, um, the basic idea was it came from uh, my wife who said, Bobby, how is it that you meet someone and you meet them for coffee or something? And within, within 15, 20, 30 minutes, they're telling you their entire life story. They're talking about their deep personal issues and therapy and their sex lives or whatever. It was like, how do, you, how do you do that? And I was like, I don't know. How do I do that? And so then I thought about that for my first TEDx talk. And they were like, you know, tell us your biggest idea. And so when I thought about it, I realized that, well, you know, there is something that I'm doing to create that authentic, powerful country for people. And I did a research, on, a little bit of research on what Brene Brown was talking about in terms of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And she had some data and research that, Completely aligned with what I was doing. I was like, oh, this is perfect. This makes perfect sense. Okay, let me present my case and how I do this. And so I took people on the journey of how I create that connection. And it was broken down into caring in a very proactive way, communicating effectively and, uh, and also assertively in a way to go down those uh, dark, vulnerable paths, and then creating that connection. And that's kind of the, the, the model I, I used uh, as part of my talk. And then to take it further, you know, once you create enough connection, you start to build a community. And once you have a community, uh, that's when you create change. And that's where the five C's of connections came about.
0: Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's lovely. It really resonated with me. And just out of interest, you speak about Brene's work and, and around vulnerability. If I was going to ask you, you know, we, well, so you, you know the name of this podcast, what would you say? What's Bobby's definition of vulnerability? What does it mean to you if you're going to describe it to somebody else?
1: Uh, well, I think vulnerability is when we are. We share something that is personal to us, but also something that we're concerned about how other people think of us. So if I share a failure and I'm worried that people can say, well, why would Bobby talk about failure? That, that makes him a bad leader. Or if I share something about my challenges with my, with my weight, or if I share something about even my concerns as a parent, maybe I did something bad with my, with my kid and didn't know how to resolve a situation sharing that vulnerability where you will be judged uh, in a negative way, I think that's where vulnerability comes into play.
0: Mm-hmm. And would you say for you do, you, do you see personally vulnerability being a strength or a weakness or does it depend on the environment in your opinion? Well, I think
1: vulnerability, uh, well, I mean, that, that, that's a really that's a tough question. I mean, I think sharing vulnerability is a strength because you're empowering yourself, you're taking ownership of it. And you're willing to share it regardless of what negative things may come down the pipeline, even though most of the time it's very positive um, in vulnerability uh, I mean the question then is you know can vulnerability be negative um, I'm not sure I mean there are, there it's possible that people could it goes back to authenticity and intention right are you using vulnerability uh in a in an inauthentic way to sell programs maybe you know that's you know, if, I, if I'm selling, if I'm talking about my, my weight, and I'm talking about my weight, and I'm trying to sell a fitness program, you know, here's how I lost 100 pounds. Um, there's a way to do it that's authentic, and there's a way to do that that's inauthentic. Mm. And I think it comes down to, you know, are you trying to really help people, or are you really focused on just making the sale? And so I think there's a there's a there certainly is a, a positive way of leveraging vulnerability, and there's also a negative way where vulnerability can be leveraged in a in a bad.
0: Yeah, that, 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 that's brilliant. I, I'm, I have to say from my side, Bobby, if I'm being brutally honest, you know, part of my journey, as those that follow this podcast will know, was talking about my adolescent bullying, mental health challenges, etc. They're things I talk about publicly because I believe it's a good thing to do. It's so, to role model. It's okay to do that. And I don't actually, I don't think there's a downside of vulnerability when it's authentic. So I really appreciate you sharing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, I generally think vulnerability is a good thing. But, you know, I can understand someone using it in the wrong way. But I think in most cases, I mean, using vulnerability uh, is, will usually lead to a courageous conversation, which will usually lead to offers of support, which will usually lead to an overall growth for the people that are involved. Um, but I think I would be, I would be irresponsible to suggest that there's absolutely zero negative possibilities. I think there are possibilities. Yeah.
0: And, and where does this obviously you do a lot of work around personal brand yourself, Bobby, what does, where did that passion for you come from? Where, where did that sort of desire to work on personal brand sort of evolve? Um, well, it came from my, it came from my uh, journey myself. Like I had four different
1: careers. You know, I was an engineer, I was in brand marketing, I was a teacher and I was a performer. And in all those areas, you know, I, there's parts of it that I love, but parts of it I didn't, didn't really fit in. I never fit in. I felt, Lost in my job and stuck in my career, unfulfilled in my relationships and what I was trying to do. And so, when I was trying to really figure it out, uh, you know, I, I came to a point in my life where like I was like, I need to really figure this out because I've been doing this now for 10 years and I'm not getting anywhere where I want, where I want to be. Um, I've had some successes, had some falls, but I need to figure this out. And so, by diving into at the time, I didn't really think about it as my personal brand, but at the time, I dove into my values, my skills, my interests, my passions, what 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 meant the most to me stories of my life. And from then I was able to curate the fact that <clears throat> I'm all about a few things. There's, there's a few things that are, that are important to Bobby. One was people, another one was nurturing, another one was performing and presenting, another one was persuading influence, another one was diversity. And when I looked at those five elements, I realized that, you know, there's probably 10 to 15 different career paths I could take, but the one that was screaming at me was professional speaking. Hmm. And so for me, that that's why that's why I did it because I was trying to figure it out. And now I realize that it's so important to do that because once you dive into your brand and you can align on the things that are going to make you happy the rest of your life, you want the rest of your life to start right away.
0: Uh, it's really interesting to me because when I look at, you know, there's a few people out there looking at sort of personal branding, not necessarily to the the strength that you do, Bobby. And yeah. sometimes people, again, this authenticity piece, you know, I've spoken to people in the past who say, Uh, You know, personal brand, it can look a little bit fake or I don't really know what it means. What would you say to those people that are sort of unsure of what personal brand really means? Well,
1: it's funny. I've been talking about personal brand for a long time. So back when I first brought it up, uh, I remember I brought it up on stage at a keynote about networking. I talked about, you know, your personal brand is your promise to every person you come in contact with. And it really took off. Mm -hmm. Uh, But back then, people I know, you know, uh, what is personal branding? They didn't get it. They're like, I'm not a bar of soap. I'm like, no, it's not a bar soul, but it's reputation, it's perception, it's integrity, it's what people think about you or say about you. And then about five, six years ago, people wanted to know, well, why is it important? Uh, and it's important because everything you do affects your uh, reputation, how you engage people, how you engage customers and clients, how you are as a person, how you are as a friend, as a father. Are you always late? Are you always on time? Are you dependable? Are you honest? Everyone has a brand reputation that they have. And then now when I talk to people, everybody wants to know, well, how do I do it? And you know, people get caught up in the whole, you know, well, inauthentic brands, sure. Um, that's another reason why it's important to know what yours is and how people perceive you because you wanna make sure you are being honest with yourself and being honest with the people you engage with. So investing in your personal brand will allow you to do several things. You know, one, it's gonna provide you more focus and clarity and purpose and direction in your life. That's one thing. So the focus piece is important. The second piece that personal branding gives you, it gives you more alignment. So if you want to be more passionate, you want to have more meaning, you want to have more values activation, uh, then personal branding is going to help you get there. And then number three, it's going to provide more impact because if you are focused and you're more aligned, you're going to deliver better work, you're going to be more successful, you're going to achieve more and you're going to have a better legacy and story to talk about. So those are all the reasons why you want to have an authentic personal brand and dive into doing it in the right way. Because there are people who do it and they don't do it the right way. They, they're not awesome themselves. And they come with a brand that's not really authentic. And then two years later, they're still miserable. So mm-hmm. it's important for you to do that. And if you're going to worry about, you know, brands that are inauthentic, focus on you. Focus on how you can be the best you can be. Because a better you is a better everything else.
0: That's such a powerful comment, Bobby. I think, you know, one of my big realizations over the last nine months has been how the world, your world, all of our world, is actually very much an inside out if we're not doing the work on the inside. The outside doesn't shift. Is that something that resonates with you? Absolutely. Uh, I think that leadership starts from within. And one of the things I've learned uh, through
1: various means is that you can't change people, even your kids or your partner, and you can't change uh, the world unless you change yourself. It starts from within. So I have to be the example. I have to be the one that sets the, sets the, the role model for everyone around me. So, and I know that the better I increase or enhance myself, the better everything around me is going to improve, including my family, my friends, my work, my business, and uh, my world.
0: Oh, awesome! I'd like to step back, if I may. You've spoken a couple of times about your really, if I may use the word, Bobby, eclectic career. I find it fascinating. You know, sort of <laughs> aerospace engineer, artistic director, cheese marketing at craft, you know, brand marketer at Unilever. Sure. What were, you know, what were some of the golden? Were there were there golden threads? through each of those roles for you? Or was it really a case of learning something different each time as you accumulated? I'm really interested in that.
1: Well, I mean, when I, when I did my whole personal brand journey and I reflected back on uh, my life, I mean, certainly the thing that really uh, stuck, struck, uh, struck me was that uh, my best roles were the ones where it was people-oriented, right? Working with people, that was a big thing. And my worst roles were the ones where I was in front of a computer not talking to anybody for 10 hours. So I definitely could see that Red or theme uh, uh, out there. The other thing that always struck me was how much I was trying really hard to impress other people uh, and and to cater to their definitions of success, right? So I was trying to make my parents happy with my success. I was trying to make lots of money. I was trying to get that, that title. I was trying to get that corner office. I was doing all these things to try to make other people happy. But then in the end, is it, is it something that really made me happy? Did I really want a corner office? Did I really want to make tons of money? I mean, you know, those things are nice in some ways, but overall they're not the most important thing in my life. And so
0: those are probably two things I noticed, absolutely. No, interesting. Uh, do you find when you're working with other sort of clients or people that you're supporting, maybe they're trying to get, be a, a TEDx talk or, you know, on their personal branding, how critical you spoke about your own values, how critical is the work around personal values um, for people to develop that brand or to come across authentically on stage? Well, it's interesting, you know, I've
1: written articles and I've done a lot of coaching training around personal branding and we, we talk about values and it's interesting over, over the years we look at value, we look at skills, interests, personality traits, the stories of our lives, but I actually think values are the most important thing. You know, what you value, and the things you value and how you're valued will determine your overall value to yourself as well as other people. And so, when you start with values, that that that's going to get to the core of the things that you really, really care about. And having an honest, authentic, and raw discussion about that with yourself as well as with your your, your feedback network, um, the values piece is is so critical because values, you know, they they're fundamentally the root of everything that we do, everything that. How we talk, how we want, how we speak, how we think, uh, your values are going to drive a lot of that. And so it's so important to understand what those things are. So it provides you more folks and clarity on how you want to act moving forward. Are you aligned with your values? So uh, I'm, I'm now of the belief that values are really the first big step.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny actually. So it's myself aged, well, probably 41 literally a year ago. It was the first time, if I'm honest, probably that I consciously, Reflecting on what my personal core values were because it's not something that we teach in well it's certainly back in my day they're not things that are overtly taught in school um has that shifted at all did, did you hear people sort of understanding their values earlier in life these days i'm just interested in, in 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 what you see
1: uh i would say no i mean you know i, I think i think more people are talking about personal brain now which is great so people are learning at an earlier level but in terms of is it infused in how we look at, uh, you know, schools and universities and colleges and early in our career? No, I mean, they, they don't teach many aspects of leadership like values and empathy and personal branding and things like that. Um, I meet people at all ages, you know, young people are struggling with, you know, how, they still don't know how to leverage personal brand for their career. And I meet people in their 50s and 60s who are struggling to figure out how personal branding can create more focus and clarity in their lives. So um, I'm not sure it's, I mean, most, of the, most of the best people out there who are talking about this kind of stuff have external programs that are outside of the normal corporate work environment and outside of the normal academic environment.
0: Mm. I've got a question that I like to ask my guests, um, Bobby, which is well, one that's uh, really personal to me. I find it really interesting. Is who or what is inspiring you the most right now?
1: Mm. Um, well, I think. Uh, wow. Wow. Good question. Uh, I'm inspired by leaders out there who are doing things that I would like to be doing. Um, So people like Brendan Brown and Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, one of my mentors, Ron Tite, they're doing some really cool stuff that I'd like to be doing. I'm inspired by my friends and colleagues who are doing really great things that are similarly aligned to the type of stuff that I want to do. Um, uh, And then I'm also inspired by uh, my kids, for example, my kids, like how they... Look at life and how they love to learn things and things they can do that sometimes I can't even I can't even do. I'm inspired by that. And then most of all, I think I'm inspired by my why statement. You know, my why statement is something I use through Simon Says TED Talk that drives what I'm doing. And my why statement is that there are lost stuff and I'm a leaders everywhere. And when I wake up in the morning, I think about that why statement. I think about the people that I serve. I feel their pain. I know what they're going through. And so it provides me a platform and a focus for what I'm trying to do with all my work. I want to help people get the next level to stop doing lost stuff and unfulfilled. And so I find that also motivates and inspires me too.
0: And it's really interesting to me a couple of times during our chat today, you've mentioned empathy. Mm. Is is empathy for you something? Has that always been something that you've held dear, dear, Bobby? Or is it something that's evolved within you? I'm just really interested in that.
1: I think empathy yeah, is something that's involved. I mean, most of us are often, you
0: know, when you're young and
1: in your youth, you're more self-serving and trying to, you know, get to the next level. <laughs> but I think as you get older, you start realizing the more important things in life and, uh, and understanding where people are coming from, particularly if you live a diverse life. Uh, if you're very insular, it's harder to be empathetic, but if you live a diverse life, you meet different people from all, all causes, races, and, you know, uh, backgrounds. You start to realize that there's a whole world of, out there of people who, Want similar things and want different things. So my empathy has evolved, but I, I definitely think empathy. I now say empathy is one of the three top uh, human um, human trends that uh, are so important right now. Like, you know, if you look at the biggest trends in the world and what, what people are, are excited about or, what, or what's really hot, you know, they talk about virtual reality, artificial intelligence, blockchain, cryptocurrency, disruptive innovation. Totally get that. I love, you know that's awesome. But the human ones, there's three. One is empathy. Uh, trying to be empathetic to, as a leader, empathetic as families and parents, empathetic to people of different walks of life. Another one is affective connection. How do I think really connect with my team, with my customers, my clients, my audience, my family? And the third one is personal branding. How do I use personal branding to leverage my own self to then serve the world in a better place? So empathy is one of those three human things that I, I think are really important for us to understand. And. Uh, really invest time and energy to being better at it. So, I spend a lot of time, particularly on uh, social media, uh, usually on Twitter, where I get a lot, of tr- a lot of trolls and stuff. And I always respond with e- empathy as best I can because it definitely has served me well in terms of building bridges and understanding people.
0: And what does, what if you don't mind me asking, what does that look like in terms of trolling? Is this just like, is, is it sort of just automated trolling? Is it just, just interesting? It's not an experience I've had myself.
1: Well, I mean, when you're when you're like me and you have half a million followers and you post mm-hmm. stuff, there's always gonna be people that are gonna say stuff. So I'll say something very similar on, uh, for example, International Women's Day, right? That happened uh, happened last week. I post on I post on Twitter about something that's why that's important, and there's gonna be someone who just totally disagrees and says, you know, something about what about International Man's Day or what about like you know, and and I have to respond and I just say, listen, you know, can you understand why it's important for Women who have been system, systemically oppressed, uh, you know, to have a day where we can champion them and support them and, and, and things like that. So mm-hmm. it just comes by saying ideas. But there's people out there who project their pain, who, you know, and this is where empathy comes in. Mm-hmm. in when any, anyone trolls me, there's empathy because, number one, hurt people hurt people. People who respond, they either respond in pain or they respond in bliss. And So these people are projecting their pain or their damage or their experience or something they've been through. And so for me, I'm not going to, you know, completely dismiss it. I'm going to try to understand where it's coming from because I think it's really, really important. And I'll share a quick story with you, which was, I many years ago, I was at uh, a food court in a local mall in downtown Toronto and there was a shooter and I saw this guy 30 feet away shooting a gun five times. And I was with my three-year-old son and I went down and I, and I grabbed my son and we dove into the table and the entire room, a thousand people dove into the table. And I was interviewed about, about this, and one of the things that I said was, you know, it's hard to imagine, I can't imagine what that man was going through, that he was willing to shoot people in broad daylight at 6 p.m. in front of 1,000 people. I'm curious, you know, what brought him to that, that situation? And everyone was shocked. They're like, you know, how can you talk like that? should you be angry with him and want him to go to jail or whatever? And I'm like, sure, sure, I think he should be held responsible for his actions, but I also think empathy requires us to understand how this happened and why he became the way he was and people are shocked that i did that and that was like uh, seven seven years ago um but you know the the message still stands because empathy is something that allows us to put a little bit more context and meaning and perspective onto everything going on around us
0: yeah f- f- thank you so much for sharing that um is that and how how is your boy is that something that is that so is it your son you mentioned you, you was with? Is that something that gets brought up still? Is it something that's been processed and dealt with?
1: No, you know, we, we monitored that back in the day. We was three, my daughter was one. And, uh, you know, we monitored it, but there was no issues.
0: Yeah, great, great. No, no, I appreciate, appreciate sharing that. Um, so as we look to wrap up, Bobby, what's, what's, what are you sort of hoping for with regard to, you know, sort of personal branding and with, with regards to so your supporting more people being more comfortable speaking on stage, et cetera? What sort of vision do you have for yourself going forward?
1: Well, I mean, I'd like to, you know, have a chance to help as many people as I can with taking control of their life, right? You know, do, we, do you want to follow a path of success defined by other people or do you want to own your life? Do you want to stick to the narrative that make you, you know, comfortable but also feeling lost or stuck in, in your workspace? Or do you want to actually take, take the chance to own your life, to build your own dream, to transition to something that find, gives you more meaning and purpose and clarity as well as a legacy? And so that's something I, I think about. And then the other piece is, you know, when, when it comes to speaking, you know, speaking is a great way to build a thought leadership personal brand. So, what, no matter what you are, whether you're a shoemaker or whether you're a tech person or whether you're someone in HR, you have an opportunity to build a thought leadership personal brand around you and your expertise. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in the corporate structure, but you can, it can be still. But there's a great opportunity to leverage speaking as a way to build that brand. It's probably the best way to showcase your expertise, to show your personal brand, to show people that you can make a difference and, and have that platform. So that's why I spend a lot of time helping people not just transition through personal branding, but also deliver uh, public speaking as a means to build a thought leadership brand. And the reason I do that is because, you know, uh, there's a, there's a famous saying by uh, Jeff Bezos from Amazon. that said that personal branding is what they say when you're not in the room. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. That's your reputation. But I also say thought leadership personal branding is what they say when you enter the room. Oh, there's that person who's expert in this and there's that person that does this. And so I'm on
0: a mission to help people not only transition and
1: get unstuck, but I'm also on a mission to help people, uh, um, build thought
0: leadership, personal brands. That's great. And is that a mixture of on and offline, Bobby?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, my programs are online, but I also will be people uh, live in person when I do coaching or when I do speaking and kind of keynotes and trainings.
0: Absolutely. Oh, fantastic. And how can people reach out to you? I appreciate you've got a big following already, but for any of my listeners that may not be following you right now, what are the best ways to, to get hold of you or, or to reach out to you?
1: Yeah, you can look at my website, which is www.rayallen.com, R A E A L L A N. Uh, my other startup um, website is dypb.ca, Discovery Personal Brand, D Y P B. And then, of course, you go on to like Twitter, Instagram, and all the all different places, Facebook, LinkedIn. My handle is Rehan Bobby. R A E H A N B O B B Y.
0: That's wonderful. Look, you've been an absolute joy. I've just got one final question to to, to ask you, if I may. We've started Perfect. a little bit today. How important for you is courage in building a personal brand and, and trying to get on these stages?
1: Um, it's very important. You know, uh, courage is one of the things that stops us from doing the stuff we talked about. You know, why don't people? Why do people get stuck in the narrative that? You know, they, they hate their job, but they're thankful for their life at home. And they, they do a terrible job, a uh, job they don't like for many, many years. They, they, have, they need to have courage to get over the doubts and fears of change. Um, you know, if you're in an unfulfilling relationship, you need to have the courage to stand up and speak for yourself. If you are feeling stuck in your job or stuck in your life, you have the courage to, you know, invest in yourself and value yourself to take your life to the next level. Um, even with when it comes to speaking, you know there's fears and doubts around speaking, but you have to have the courage to know your brand, know your message, know what your your, your purpose in life is and to get out there and share your voice and share your story and inspire people so um, courage is one of the first steps to getting creating that impact yourself. you have the courage to make a video, the courage to speak you have the courage to down your brand, and also have the courage to be very, very honest about what you value, what's important to you. Because
0: sometimes people are like, well, I don't want,
1: they're not honest, but you have to have the courage to be honest about what you really care about, because that's how you create greater impact for yourself.
0: What a wonderful way to finish. Bobby, you've been an absolute joy. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: My pleasure. Thanks, Gary.
0: Well, the best. Bye-bye. Hello there, just your Value Through Vulnerability host Gary Turner here, wrapping up this absolutely superb conversation with Bobby Umar. Just wanted to share some of my personal reflections from this conversation. A little bit of a leading question, admittedly, with the name of this podcast, but I was really interested listening to uh, Bobby's thought process as he thought about, is sharing vulnerability um, a strength? And he feels that it is, as long as you own it. And when asking does he feel it could be negative at all, he really couldn't be sure that it is. He he feels that there is no real downsides to role-modelling vulnerability. And to be honest, that's something I 100% and fully agree with, um, I genuinely, genuinely do. Uh, I thought it was really interesting as well hearing that three of the top human trends for Bobby are actually around empathy, authentic connection, and personal branding. And I think empathy is such an underrated trait Uh, of our human condition right now we're hearing a lot more about heart-led leadership increases in the consciousness of ourselves as individuals and also at work and i think empathy truly being able to see things through somebody else's eyes is becoming more and more important as we go forward i think it's an interesting reflection where bobby spoke about hurts people hurts people and he was referencing um the trolls that uh, come out on the internet at times and i think that's such a such a key point if you think if i think about the time when i have hurt myself the most. It's been my negative thinking, telling myself I'm not good enough, etc. Um, So hurt, hurt people hurt other people, but hurt people also hurt themselves. And I thought that's a really interesting reflection for me personally. I also liked his comment around personal brand. And what that means to him is your personal brand is your promise to every person you come into contact with. So very similar to integrity for me. Um, but I really like that. And, you know, the personal brand is something I believe is also like trust and other areas of the, of our human condition is is something that's given to you as much as something that you, yeah, something that you espouse yourself. And I think my final wrap up point here is around values. So, you know, for Bobby values are the most important thing. They're the root of everything that we do. And there's someone myself that's only really clarified my personal core values around growth, trust, communication, and collaboration. Over the last 12 to 18 months, I can confirm firsthand that to be able to have those North Stars, that bedrock, those foundation stones of your personal values behind you, it sure does make it a lot easier um, to, yeah, to to make decisions and to sense check whether or not an action that you're taking is something that you should be taking. Not always easy. Um, they do get compromised or close to compromised at times, but values are so, so critical. So I hope that those reflections are helpful for you. I'm really interested to hear what you took away. Uh, if you wouldn't mind leaving uh, a comment on Twitter or LinkedIn or some other uh, social shares, that'd be greatly appreciated. It's always helpful for us to try and expand the reach um, of these podcasts, which of course are pulled together by people's generous time. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to seeing you on episode 48 um, of the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. Again, a podcast from the listening organization. And if I can serve you anyway, or if you'd like to discuss, um, as an individual team or leader, how to try and intentionally design your organization around your people, not in spite of them? I would love to hear from you. Have a great day, and looking forward to speaking to you soon. Hello there, just your value through vulnerability host Gary Turner here, wrapping up this absolutely superb conversation with Bobby Umar just wanted to share some of my personal reflections from this conversation. A little bit of a leading question, admittedly, with the name of this podcast, but I was really interested listening to uh, Bobby's thought process as he thought about, is sharing vulnerability um, a strength? And he feels that it is, as long as you own it. And when asking, does he feel it could be negative at all, he really couldn't be sure that it is. He he feels that there's no real downsides to role modelling vulnerability. And to be honest, that's something I 100% and fully agree with, um, I genuinely, genuinely do. Uh, I thought it was really interesting as well hearing that three of the top human trends for Bobby are actually around empathy, authentic connection, and personal branding. And I think empathy is such an underrated trait uh, of our human condition right now we're hearing a lot more about heart led leadership in- increases in the consciousness of ourselves as individuals and also at work and I think empathy truly being able to see things through somebody else's eyes is becoming more and more important as we go forward I there's an interesting reflection where Bobby spoke about hurt people hurt people and he was referencing um, the trolls that uh, come out on the internet at times and I think that's such a such a key point if you think if I think about the time when i've Hurt myself the most. It's been my negative thinking, telling myself I'm not good enough, etc. So hurt, hurt people hurt other people, but hurt people also hurt themselves. And I thought that's a really interesting reflection for me personally. I also liked his comment around personal brand. And what that means to him is your personal brand is your promise to every person you come into contact with. So very similar to integrity for me. Um, but I really like that. And, you know, the personal brand is something I believe is also like trust and other areas of, the, of our human condition is, so, is something that's given to you as much as something that you, yeah, something that you espouse yourself. And I think my final wrap-up point here is around values. So, you know, for Bobby, values are the most important thing. They're the root of everything that we do. And as someone myself that's only really clarified my personal core values around growth, trust, communication, and collaboration, over the last 12 to 18 months, I can confirm firsthand that to be able to have those North Stars, that bedrock, those foundation stones of your personal values behind you, it sure does make it a lot easier um, to, yeah, to to make decisions and to sense check whether or not an action that you're taking is something that you should be taking. Not always easy. Um, they do get compromised or close to compromised at times, but values are so, so critical. So I hope that those reflections are helpful for you. I'm really interested to hear what you took away uh, if you wouldn't mind leaving uh, a comment on Twitter or LinkedIn or some other uh, social shares, that'd be greatly appreciated. It's always helpful for us to try and expand the reach um, of these podcasts, which of course are pulled together by people's generous time. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to seeing you on episode 48 um, of the Value Through Vulnerability podcast. Again, a podcast from the listening organization. And if I can serve you anyway, or if you'd like to discuss, Um, as an individual team or leader, how to try and intentionally design your organization around your people, not in spite of them, I would love to hear from you. Have a great day and looking forward to speaking to you soon.